Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the sweet spot. I'm your host, Anthony DiNardo. With me, we got Jim Rosati. As always, Jim, one week, seven days. Yeah, a lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff to be excited about. Like you mentioned, one week until PAX hit. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited for tonight's show. We got, we got a lot going on. We definitely do. Like, this is, you know, like the moment we've been waiting for for how long? I mean, it's still not here. We're still a week away, but like, at least we can almost taste it. October 25th came. We got our first taste of candy. We, I mean, we created a damn show over it, right? And then, like, since that moment, we basically, you and I have been waiting for next week. All the other stuff's been cool. You know, we became the biggest racing fans in the world, right? The smartest college hoop fans ever existed. But now it's our territory. Like, in one week, the MLB Icons 2022 leadoff series pack is going to drop. Yeah, and so we've got we've got drop details. We have a checklist, so that's pretty exciting. We'll go through the the checklist tonight. For um, sure. Talk about who who we're excited about. Um, we've got you know stuff going on in uh, Major League Baseball too. I mean, opening day rosters are being announced. A lot of those prospects from the uncut diamond set uh, are making their debuts here shortly. Uh, so you know, there's some exciting news there for some guys. Um, but, uh, yeah, a lot of stuff going on, a lot of stuff to talk about. It's exciting to actually be talking, like you mentioned, like racing, college basketball, that's cool and all, <laughs> but, uh, we get to talk about what we like really enjoy, uh, and, uh, and love tonight. So For sure. yeah, looking forward to this episode. It should be fun. I can't wait. And you know, you, like you said, I mean, baseball's in really, you could say a day and a half away almost now at this point in time, since it's nine o'clock at night. Like, I mean, we actually have baseball season going to start. We honestly didn't think it was going to start on time. It didn't start on time. Yeah. It came close <laughs> we enough got the, on we time. Got, uh, yeah. We got delayed a week. AAA opening days tonight. So that that started on time. So um, you'll actually have people. Like, we've been doing our, uh, our Uncut Diamond uh, player of the day, yep. you know. Um, we'll actually have someone today who maybe actually did it in, like, a real game instead of spring training so that's pretty exciting that is kind of cool and you know what on top of that as we're going to get into maybe a little bit here we got some uncut diamonds that aren't going to be playing in today's games and do you know why that is jim because their teams were smart enough and courageous enough to put them in the opening day lineup so shout out to bobby witt jr shout out to julio um rodriguez who else uh bryce yeah there's there's a few Bryson Stott made it. Um, was that you mentioned J Rod and Witt, uh, Spencer Torkelson, Tork, yep. Nick Lodolo, uh, and uh, they it hasn't been announced yet. The Padres are playing their last spring training game right now as we speak, but it's looking like CJ Abrams could even crack the opening day lineup, which you wouldn't have thought would have been possible, uh, you know, at the beginning of the spring, but uh, it here we are, last day of spring training. He's still in big league camp. I think he's got a pretty good shot, especially with the Tatis injury. Like it's kind of like right. that, that kind of, that kind of helps him. So oddly enough, like you say, with the Tatis injury, beginning of spring, probably didn't have a shot. So that helps. However, there's rumors circulating about a Jose Ramirez deal potentially with the Indians. I don't know if that means CJ Abrams could be included in something like that. 
which like you said, ultimately it looks like, I mean, if he's playing in, in spring training right now, he's not at triple a it yeah. signs show. He's probably going to make the club, but if he's involved with that and he goes to Cleveland, I don't know. Does that change things? Does Cleveland hold him down? Does Cleveland's bring him an opening day lineup? We'll find out, I guess, but there's potential. That's good enough for me. There's potential. He's going to make it opening day and I'll take that. So a lot of news that yeah. way, as far as uncut diamonds go. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um, all all the guys who are on rosters just had amazing spring trainings. They, you know, if you if you're following on to our to our players of the day, you know, there's you you've seen a lot of Bobby Witt, you've seen a lot of Bryson Stott, you've seen a lot of Julio Rodriguez. So uh, those guys did it enough that they are uh, cracking uh, cracking camp with the big league team. So pretty exciting. It for sure is. I'm really excited. But again, I'm really excited baseball is coming. We can talk about this drop coming here as well. Um, so I don't know. I guess before we get into that, another thing that came about, which is also pretty cool. So Candy did announce that they're going to continue the plays of the day this year. So every single day, there'll be one play highlighted from that game, or I should say from all the games, right? Um, so one play from every game. And they lower the cost, $15 a pop instead of, I believe it was 25 right? during the playoffs and world series yeah um 15 i believe yeah 15 dollars yeah. are going to be available for 24 hours basically starting at noon eastern every single day yep so that's pretty cool yeah. i think too right i mean again it's it's what i like about it is it's not like one from every game right there's not potential of like 15 plays of the days or such um so that way it doesn't get flooded like there's one singular moment right one play that they're going to pick out in that entire day it's a highlight the price is a little more efficient it's 15 dollars, so i think more people get their hands on it right um but that's really cool you know i think it's gonna be cool because mm-hmm. like who knows maybe the very first day j-rod goes berserk and hits two home runs and that's the play of the day and now you own that right like there's a potential of like some monumental things right mm-hmm. Later down the line, someone else gets called up. Uh, you know, who knows? Who knows what it's going to be? So it's like, you know, get your hands on that particular moment, right? That might mean something to you or, or whatnot. And, you know, I, I like that side because we talk about the aspect of like this space. You know, there's people like to flip, there's people like to do whatever. Like this to me seems like a true, like the collector's mentality. Since it's open mint, you're probably not looking to buy these to flip at least quickly you know, maybe in 10 years or something, mm-hmm. but for all the collectors out there to get their hands on this easy, open access, pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. Uh, like you mentioned, there, there could be some really cool moments just on opening day alone. Cause you're gonna have a lot of people making debuts. So yeah. It, it, I mean, if you, if you're a baseball fan, you watch MLB network, you watch, you know, quick pitch, something like that. Like there's always like that one play that kind of starts off the the entire show or that one moment that starts off the show. Um, so yeah, like th- that's going to be something where now you're going to be able to get an NFT of that. So, uh, you know, whether it's a walk-off home run or a, a really good debut, whatever it may be. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. That should be, should be pretty cool. Speaking of starting off the, uh, the show with a big moment. We start off the show with nobody on mute. So shout out to me, hey. Big Bowman Good in NS9 NFT history. <laughs> Both hosts could Good be heard. job. Yeah, that's huge. It's, it's huge. That's like the first time in three shows. I know. I know. 
Apparently, Muttner's not here to call me out this time, but now he's not here to see yeah. it either. Oh, man. <laughs> and then what's kind of crazy is, you know, we were talking about all this stuff, but uh, <laughs> it was just put in Discord seven minutes ago um, in the MLB announcements channel. Uh, Candy is launching commemorative ticket NFTs throughout the season. So, they 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 announced this after we went live so we don't even really have any details on it uh but they're basically letting us know that hey there's going to be uh commemorative ticket nfts uh that they are going to be launching this year too so that's pretty sweet so don't really have any more information on there but uh they they teased that just this uh just now so. i'm i already stamp at the triple win i i don't know what for what reasons <laughs> or whatnot but i guarantee you there's three wins in that um without knowing the details i love that that kind of goes in play with some things that we were talking about just as far as our yeah. our speculation tour <laughs> last off season so the well, ticket that's i mean really it, cool. yeah it does look kind of cool like i mean it, it it's probably i would imagine they i don't know if they'll kind of coincide with the mlb game day app or, or what it is but um yeah that's pretty neat i guess we'll we'll learn more about that you know, in the coming days and coming months and stuff. But yeah, cool stuff there. Breaking news. Yeah, for real. Yeah, and like, I'm yeah. kind of, I'm kind of torn because I, I, we're on this damn show, Jim, talking about candy, all this <laughs> stuff, right? It breaks right now. We have no details. I really want to know what it's about. But you're right. Like, does it tie to your actual ticket? Is it just a generic blank ticket? I guess it's all it's, things we can speculate yeah. about. Yeah, it's really just a teaser that they put out. So they really didn't go into too many details. But uh, if this yeah, ain't their damn so MO. I know. <laughs> no, they tell us kind of, they, they give us just a little bit at a time. So, but they that's not what we're buzz. here to. I'll give Candy that. Yeah. Create a buzz. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so that's exciting. That's pretty cool. Um, I mean, we, we've been speculating about ticket NFTs for a while now and what what uh, they can do with that sort of thing so yeah so that that's just just announced just now so not going to be part of our show because we don't really have any details but that's pretty cool but if you're watching we broke it to you now, yeah now yeah, go exactly. to discord and find out what it's about let us know <laughs> yeah. make that news yeah. to us but yeah. for real so the plays of days this commemorative ticket that we'll learn much more about here shortly this is again, this is all the stuff that's like just outside of like these baseball drops. That's just really cool about the space, what they can do and what they already are doing. So I really like it. So, yeah, I mean, I guess you could potentially have that moment. Like, what if you're at that game? Like, what if J Rod does go off right on opening day, has two, three, seven home runs, whatever it might be? You get that NFT because you're at the game. You get the moment. Like, again, like, like the collections like aspect of it. Like, you were there and now you have these. That's really cool. So I like that. Mm -hmm. And then yeah, yeah, that's pretty neat. you wait a few days and you get the rip packs and maybe you get a legendary J rod in there. So Boom. there you go. There you go. Um, so with that said, it should we get into the back details? Yeah, let's get into it. I mean, this is going to, there's a lot we got to jam pack into this show. There's a, I mean, we've got the, the screen up here. I don't know if you want to bring it up, but yep. We're going to bring up the details just of the coming drop. It is seven days from now. So the 2022 MLB icon leadoff series. So lineup one 
uh, you know, we've got some some specifics here for you. Um, you've got it on the on the big screen there, but uh, yeah, they they announced the checklist, so that's we've got that. We'll kind of go through that here after we talk about the drop and just talk about like who we're excited about. Um, but it looks like they're this is gonna have us. This is gonna be a 720 player set basically throughout the entire 2022 season, the 2022 leadoff series. So 720 current MLB players, uh, each four different drops of 180 players in each drop. Um, and uh, yeah, so first drop next uh, Tuesday, uh, I believe it's at noon Eastern for general access. 10 a.m. Eastern if you've got early access. Uh, check out the Discord. There's a bunch of ways you can qualify for early access. Mm. Um, but, uh, but yeah. It's, Most of them have been locked up right now, too. Yeah. But check to see if yeah, you've got yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, check to see if you've got it. Check to see if you've got it. But uh, some differences between this drop and, and the last one, right? So obviously we're talking about a full season now. Mint counts are a little bit higher. But like if you're comparing mint counts – to other sports nft brands right like top shot or um or all day uh-huh. we're still or talking hell, about definitely significant, UFC. <laughs> yeah or ufc we're talking significantly below those mint counts so i am pretty excited to see that right you know like nfl all day commons are ten thousand right out of ten thousand um although they know, did is... say they're gonna i think seven thousand now that's one of the updates. Just, just to be fair, okay. put it out there. Yeah, they had an update that's going to be yeah. seven thousand cap now, which is cool, but still seven thousand compared to. 5, yeah, I mean, the most that any player will have is five thousand and one, right? Right. So, and that includes and all. That's rares. a. Yeah, that's that's across legendary, epics, rare, and commons, and cores. So, um, I, I actually kind of like the way that they did this too. Um, like not everybody has every single rarity tier, um, which is cool because when we look at this checklist, you're going to see a lot of players where like if you open up a pack and you see that you pulled an epic, like you'd be pretty disappointed if you pulled like a relief pitcher it. epic. You know, yeah, like, Anthony like, Alford you know? epic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, like there's certain players that it's like, oh man, why did I have to get that epic, right? So it seems like they're they're you know they're doing tiers of players here where, you know, everybody's gonna have a core and an uncommon, but then you know, there's only gonna be a certain amount of people who have rares. There's even gonna be a less amount of people that have epics. There's gonna even be a less amount of people who have legendaries. So, um, really cool idea there. You know, with a hundred players having a legendary. You're not gonna end up having, you know, a legendary of this, you know, like bench player for the Baltimore Orioles, right? Like that's not not gonna happen. Um, so I like that aspect of it. What are your thoughts on that? I'm absolutely with you. You know, again, we had no idea what was gonna happen and transpire with this. So the fact that we were getting an idea that it was going to be a larger amount of players, like in you know, in there. I know a lot of people are thinking like, it's still going to be top players. Like the All Stars were just All Stars, right? So you know they're good. Is this going to be maybe the top five to ten people of every team? Is it going to be like maybe the top two hundred or something like that? Um, so we know it, it's basically everybody. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of players, but with that, you you wonder too. Like, are you going to get packs of just duds? And like you said, like okay, if I open this pack and I have, you know, three common relievers and and I 
land this legendary, you're getting all excited for it. And then really it, it's a guy with maybe half a year of service time on his belt. And then by the time you open it, maybe he's already DFA'd <laughs> like to make room for that other guy that was, you know, waved or whatever. So it's like, now I got this legendary that I was so excited for. I mean, the odds of getting that is so minuscule and I got it and it's essentially worthless because no one's probably going to want that. So that's why I do like how they did open it up. So everyone's there, you know, and we, we understand there's probably maybe going to be some utility to these. We don't know if it's some fantasy wise such or just, just whatever it could be, you know, there's the options are unlimited. So there's probably some type of utility, right? So fundamentally every player could have some use, right? Even your relievers that you're talking about, but you can get those yeah. cores, right? If you get a legendary, you can still be really, really excited about it because there's just a hundred, right? Even for the rares and epics. So the way it breaks down is a hundred legendaries, 260 players will have epics, 480 will have rares, 720 uncommons and cores. So I really like that. Again, it's once you hit on the, some type of rarity, because we, again, we talk about candy, how they do their packs. That's really cool and exciting. I love that feature, how before you even open it, you see the rarity. So you could get excited before yeah. you get excited, right? Like, oh my God, I got an epic. So now you have something to get excited for because you know that's going to be a good player still. So I love the fact that they yeah. did open it up, but they didn't flood it either with all these you know rares and epics and and such with also not to hate on people, right? But lesser quality players. There's still at least quality type players that you probably want to collect and some value on it. So, um, and the other thing with yeah. that too, right? Like we understand with the amount of packs that are there now, there's a lot. I don't think, well, put it this way. You can't guarantee and bank positive value on this, right? Like it wasn't like you bought a $50 pack and you can sell them for a thousand plus, right? Fifteen hundred bucks, pretty much at one point with the All Stars previously. Like, I don't feel like every time you get to open a pack, you're getting hundreds and hundreds of dollars worth. But I don't feel like you're going to lose money on like a good amount of packs because they're just lesser players, right? So what we do know is fifty dollars a pack. Mm -hmm. Still, the difference is last time you had three cards in there with a chance of um, at least one uncommon or higher. Now it's five, right? So you gain two more, but those two, right? You have two chances of uncommon or higher as well. So again, they've opened it up to the players. They've given you a little bit more. Um, they narrowed down the rarity. So like, I still think they, they're going to have some really nice hits. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Um, and I mean, you kind of just do the math, right? If there's 720 players in the set, there's 30 teams. That's on average of 24 players per team, right? So that's basically an entire roster, right? Right. So there, there's there's going to be a lot of players in this. Um, and and yeah, I mean, you mentioned like what kind of utility are, are we going to have? I'm sure Candy's got something up their sleeves for for utility on these, um, you know, throughout the season to add value to those to those um, you know collectibles that that maybe aren't necessarily the most attractive, right? Mm -hmm. You know, there I'm sure there'll be some sort of contests throughout the year that you know will will kind of Make it so that, hey, I know you just pulled this, you know, mop-up relief pitcher for the wins, but, you know, we promise it'll, you might have to need it someday, right? right. Um, so that, that's, that's kind of, that's kind of cool. Like, as I'm sure there's something in the, in the works there. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm just happy that we've got new product. We've got 
it's baseball. Uh, and, and you mentioned the price, $50 per pack is probably a little higher than I would have thought they would have been. But they are giving you two extras from the, the previous. They're giving you two uncommons or higher, like you mentioned. Uh, so, yeah, I think you, you'll still like, are there going to be some packs that are duds? Probably. But you're going to be able to get some some good hits out of these, I think. Right. Yeah. And I think that's a good point. Like, mm-hmm. I feel as if, and we've mentioned this before on this show, when I, uh, the Trash Cats were on with them, like we've talked about it, you know, and to compare, right, with Top Shot. Like, I feel like with season three, a lot of people hate on it. Just simply the fact that we are, we're spoiled. Uh, I'm just, it is the nature of it. Like, we're spoiled for how long in Top Shot. You open up a $9 pack and there's $50 plus in value, you know, if not greater. And now it's it's mm-hmm. kind of coming closer to like the real card collecting atmosphere. Like you're not just supposed to open up a pack of, you know, real life baseball cards as you do, Jim, a lot, right? Like you don't open up your tops pack that you bought for $300 and, and get $1,000 every time because everyone would just do right. that. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. So yeah. I'm going to start yeah. doing that, obviously. You know, so like we're obviously getting closer and closer to like the real life collecting. Um, so like you can't just always expect to open something up and just make a ton of money. That's just not how things work in life. But what I do feel is if they have been able to do this in a way that I think most people will still be happy, you know, again, like you're not just going to open up a pack and just make hundreds and hundreds of dollars, but I don't yeah. think anyone's really going to still go in here. And if you buy multiple packs, just like get hammered, you know, and lose lots of money because again with the way they do the rarities like they're still exclusive in that sense the cores are pretty much open it's open game right like mm-hmm. it's it's series three and top shot where it's 60k you know mints and you open up you get those and like they're really not worth much like there's a ton of them out there cool there are some that are and whatever right but we learned in C- in series three when everyone's down i was one of them i made the point and said i wasn't going to buy one pack in series three and that changed because of utility and so, like, that's the difference. Like, you might start getting some of these relievers, and yeah. eh, who cares? But now, right, that reliever turns into the closer because there's a trade, there's an injury, and now saves count for some type of challenge. Now he's worth something. So we don't know what's going to happen, right? The value of these could change. Um, but ultimately, again, like, as far as the collecting side, the, the, the way they kept the rarities kind of low in that sense is nice. But let's go back again to, like, the, the mint counts. So in total, right, as we talked about, the total player additions go from 2,350 to a max of 5,001. And again, that includes every rarity. So when we talked about yeah. all day how they cut their core, their commons to 7,000, that's just the common. There's a rare out there. The rare can still be 2,000, right? There's, you know, whatever that come out there with. So like with this, it's every rarity, it's a maximum of 5,000. And 5,000 still not a lot. I mean, in today's day, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think we still have like a true like user base, right? But if you just go based on like yeah. Discord, we have there's like thirty thousand people on Discord, and we figure if there's thirty thousand in there, five thousand not a lot just compared to that. And as this grows, right? I mean, five thousand is nothing. So I really like how mm-hmm. Candy did what it appears to keep that part of mind. They still want some rarity to this stuff that's not flooded out there. Um, so I. I think it was a big win. Yeah, no, I'm 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 really excited to see them too. I mean, the, the, they look awesome just from the teasers that have been put out. Um, 
yeah, as from from a from a mint count, like I said, we we you had to expect that it was going to go up. Of course, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and but I like that it's still very limited when you compare it to other projects that are based around sports, right? So, I mean, this I mean this is pretty much like series one Top Shot, right? Where I feel like it's going to be pretty pretty similar to that, even less maybe. Yeah, true. I mean, like even series two I mean, is four. Like people are complaining about series series three having sixty k, yeah. but like all the ones before were forty k, and we're talking five in in total and everything, yeah. right? When there's forty thousand yeah. LeBron James out there, there's only going to be five thousand one Mike Trout's, Shohei Otani's, in every part of it. Mm-hmm. So like even those uncommons that we're talking about, that's that's valuable. Like again, we're still we're not. This isn't the that will be icon all-star packs like that we got right as far as exclusivity right when the max on those was how did i already go blank on that is it 401 no it's 501 it was for like cores yeah um 509. it's 559 for the for the uncut diamonds yeah it's uh yeah 409 for the all-stars yeah. so that's what i'm getting to like the 409 is just like that that's super rare mm-hmm. in itself what we're talking about and that's just the very the basic core so these again we know it's going to be a much higher mint count but that's still a super rare item that you're going to have if you get a a, a core showy otani in the eyes of top shot that's rare yeah I mean, the big names are still gonna be be big hits. I, I have a feeling. So that, that's because they're still gonna be limited enough that I mean, if you're looking at these numbers here, and you know, so if everybody has an uncommon and a core, but twenty three fifty is the number, right? You're probably looking at like that the the, the amount of cores out there is probably gonna be like around fifteen hundred or so, mm-hmm. right? If I'm just guessing, uh, so. Yeah, like you better believe that if there's only 1,500 core Shohei Otanis out there, more than 1,500 people are going to want that, right? Yeah. So when more people want want it, then there are supply of it, right? When demand is higher than supply, then that 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 item is going to uh, go up in value. That's just economics, basic economics, right? Uh, so. So yeah, you still are going to have, like, I mean, this, these are just guesses here, but if there's 1,500 cores, you're going to have a lot more than 1,500 people wanting those superstar cores. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. And what's yep. also really, really nice about this too is the fact that you, to look at this not in a, not a negative way, right, it is more accessible this year and this time around. You know, mm-hmm. the last time it was pretty limited. We know a lot of people missed out. Um, in comparison of how they did it, like we, we understand there were some issues then for the uncut diamonds, they did it like one per pack. So it made more people be able to get those ones. But the fact that it was so limited, right? A lot of people struck out, didn't get anything. So the only way to get it would be second, like secondary And there, unless you got lucky, right? There's a lot of people got lucky, mm-hmm. but for the most part, they're pretty expensive to do. So you could imagine there was not a whole lot of people that maybe wanted these and then didn't just because for the price point, they just weren't going to invest into it. But here is a way that everyone can pretty much get into it right away. 
Like there's a plethora of, of packs going to be out there. Now, albeit like 100, I'm sorry, 60,000 per drop, right? I know there's two in a week, but like that's really not a whole lot if you really put it in perspective. It's not a ton. You figure if everyone in the Discord was able to get a pack, everyone would get two. Yeah, I mean, it is quite a bit. Uh, I mean, it it's is, a lot more than what they had before, but, right? So it, I one thing I'm going to be really interested in is, like, do these sell out? And do they sell out quickly, right? right? Um, that That's, you know, if, you, if you're paying attention, Candy has been marketing at least everywhere where my eyeballs have been. So, and I know I'm probably being targeted because you know, that that's how those things work. But, uh, you know, yeah, when I watch spring training games, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. when I watch MLB.tv and, and, you know, there's, there's candy commercials on in between innings, right. When I, when I go to, um, websites and I'm reading, you know, there's candy banners everywhere. There's, you know, they're, they're, they're really, I feel like stepping things up. The commercials are, are pretty cool. Mm. Um, so I, I, I'm really, really, really interested to see how many new users have, you know, this is going to bring, uh, like ha- have people signed up now or are they going to wait until drop day and say, okay, oh yeah, I'm going to get in on this. I'm going to, I'm going to check this out. Right. Uh, so I, I want to see kind of the, the hype buildup all get, you know, all happen, you know, Sunday night baseball is, is the two days before it. Like, will we see something on Sunday night baseball? Um, there's, with games on this weekend, what are we going to see during broadcast? What are we going to see commercial wise? Um, Don't leave off Friday night baseball really, on Apple TV. Yeah. I think they have a really good opportunity here where they're going to have a lot of eyeballs, you know, watching baseball here, especially this first weekend. Um, just get this message out in front of as many people as possible uh, because it's going to be better for everybody. Right. If, if this sells out and it sells out pretty quickly, uh, you know, maybe, maybe you, you know, you want to be able to get everything that you want to get. Right. But at the same time, you want it to sell out and sell out relatively quick. You want people to actually miss out on it. Right. Because when they miss out on it, then they want it. And that's, what's going to cause, you know, values to increase. So that that's, that's probably the most, most interesting thing about this drop coming in. I just want to see kind of, I, I want to see how it goes. Right. The other part that's interesting about the drops is the fact that we understand too, like a lot of this really was for the most part off Kenny's hands, you know, and people like wondered about like why the marketing isn't there. I mean, what was there really to market in this off season? Like, Hey guys, come in this space. We have nothing going on because of the lockout. So it didn't make a whole lot of sense to really target and bring on users during this time because there was really no product there to give them. What was the point of spending all this money to get people on board to look at candy and say, well, there's really nothing here for me. And walk away. So now that this is live, right? Like you said, that the the marketing is there. But again, we're seeing how the drops are spaced out. So, like I would anticipate, like you're saying, like the very first drop that happens, right? This next week, it goes well, right? Word of mouth starts coming out, or people that are hearing this, right? Maybe they signed up, but they're skeptic. Like I'm not really going to get into this. I'm not sure. Let me let me sit from afar. Let me see how this goes. And like you said, that first one sells out. They see the marketplace going off. Now, like okay, I'm in. So then they come in second drop. So it's like, I'm also wondering like each step of the way, each drop, how many more users come on board then, how much more rare they go, right? If you're, if you're in the first drop and you get yourself five, six, 10 packs, I don't know what it is. I, I don't even know what to speculate on right now, right? But you're probably going to be able to get more packs the first drop than you are the last drop because you would anticipate more marketing, more users coming on. That last drop 
you're going to get less yeah, because there's more sure. trying to get it. So, but that's why I like it too, right? They kind of space it out so they can get people on mm-hmm. to blow up this this user base, hopefully. So, yeah, definitely like that part. Um, yeah, and the other thing too that uh, I mean, just you know, done talking about the drop here. We can quickly talk about that quite a bit here, but um. You know, they're going to have dynamic stats, which is yes. super cool. Um, the fact that, like, they're going to be updated daily, like, you're going to be able to actually see stats update throughout the year is pretty neat. Um, you know, if you're thinking about, you know, baseball cards and, like, the back of a baseball card, right, you see the stats on there. One thing about these, though, is that, you know, they're last year's stats, right? Um, you can look at last year's stats all you want, but what's cool about this is you know you're gonna have this year's stats they're gonna be updated daily um pretty pretty neat i'm pretty pretty excited about that feature too yeah for sure something that you just don't really see out there so yeah. pretty cool and again so it's nice about nft like the possibilities you can do you can't do it on paper it's it's printed it's done <laughs> mm-hmm. so this can yeah. you update so yep so that's also another thing they've added um is the dynamic stats of this so that pretty much hits the actual drop again I like everything about it. Let's talk about the actual players that are coming out in lineup one, right? This upcoming drop. Let's so do it. this is going to be the fun part. Yeah. I'll just touch on these and then we'll pull up every like the teams and such. Right. But <clears throat> the notable ones, of course, Mike Trout. I mean, you got to have Trout. Of course you got to have Bryce Harper. Wander Franco. Well, well, Bryce Harper for Bryce Harper didn't have all-star an all-star uh, icon. So this will be Bryce Harper's first candy NFT. So you know, it was the MVP winner last year, but he didn't actually, he wasn't selected to the all-star know, team. Crazy. So he, he wasn't in that all-star set. So, uh, so yeah, Harper being this, and this is pretty big. And then yes. obviously the next guy. Obviously the next guy. Oh, just go, just take it, Jim. Keep going. It's your boy. Yeah. Next Wander. Um, you know, if you're, if you're into the, the physical card world, you know, Wander mania is kind of crazy right now. Cause all of us, you know, this is the year of his rookie card. So, um a little different in the nft space because technically he was a rookie last year but you know his rookie cards on paper this year again another reason why you know it takes a while to print paper right so i mean you can have a wander nft now um but just an absolute phenom um generational talent uh he, he you know was really impressive his first two and a half months in the majors last year and uh, he will be starting shortstop for the, the Tampa Bay Rays this year. So super exciting guy to watch if you haven't had a chance to check him out yet. Do you think that he alone starts drawing people to this space? Like this Wandermania, just say, hey, this is going to be his first candy NFT. Let me get on here too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think Wander, Wander is the biggest draw when it comes to this particular drop. Like if you're looking to bring people in who are collectors, wanders the guy that that's gonna do it so maybe yeah there's a reason he's in the very first one there's a reason he's in this job good yeah. job candy <laughs> um yeah. also not in the first one francisco lindor clearly didn't have the season that he would want but it's francisco lindor Paul yeah Gold- not an all-star last year yeah yeah go through go through it all if you're good Paul Goldschmidt, Kyle Tucker, Shane Bieber, Lucas Giolito, Julio Uris, and Austin Riley. So, according to them, that highlights the uh, the lineup one. 
Let's go into Candy's little video here. So, your take. We'll start with the Astros because we know how much you love the Astros and collecting Astros players. Yeah, so there's a few guys on here who, um, who, who, you know, I mean, Kyle Tucker for I mean, was 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 an example there on the on the page, but a uh, really um, young guy. He kind of broke out last yeah, year. He, he was a top prospect for a while. Um, last year was definitely his breakout year. Um, you know, Brantley and Bregman both had moments already, um, so they're they're repeat guys here. But you know, also both Bregman's a superstar. Brantley, Wait, you know, veteran, but still pretty good. Didn't didn't he? I thought Bregman did, or was it just out two? Brantley Brant. and um. Okay, okay. So yeah, I, I'm wrong. Bregman didn't have anything. Um, so yeah, Bregman's first one. So no, you're right. Bregman didn't. The Bregman second baseman. Jesus, I'm so terrible at names. Altuve. Yeah, Altuve. Altuve. Oh, those are three. Um, I don't <laughs> recognize Astros, Jim. <laughs> That's all. Oh, you're you're froze, Jim. Just so you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna delay some time here till you come back, but you're not coming back yet. So, Jim, up oh, there you are. Okay. All right. Okay. Did you get mentioned Jose Urquidy? No, that's so where I cut you off. If you all right, if you watched the playoffs last year, he got the ball in some important moments. Um, Phil Mayton, he used to be a Philly. That's really all I know about him. Um, but I guess he got traded <laughs> over the offseason. Not really, not really too special there. Um, yet, yet, yet. Jake Odorizzi, um, closer, really, really good dominant reliever. And then Jake Myers is actually a rookie as well. Called uh, up last year, actually played pretty well. So I, I don't know how much playing time he'll get, like when everybody's healthy. But he did play pretty well last year in some limited playing time, about fifty games. Right. So, so Astros. Astros. No one likes them, but you know they're they're there. And it's funny, like you mentioned that, and like you're definitely seeing yeah. it, like even in this space. I mean, they're they're good players. Yes, mm -hmm. I forgot Altuve's name, yeah. but like Altuve, I know Bregman was in it, but I mean, every every guy in there is is a quality player. Brantley, I can kind of maybe understand a little bit. Like he's health has always been his issue, but like when he's played, he's been a very good quality player. But it's it's weird seeing how like there's no love for for the Astros in the collecting world. So yeah, I mean, like you look at that drop yeah. of the Astros, you're like, oh, these are good players, but it's like, eh. People don't want them. So, anyways, moving on. The Mariners, yeah. four players with them. Um, yeah, we're not going to go through every single player like we did. That'll take forever. But okay. um, some interesting names here. Kyle Lewis uh, was the AL Rookie of the Year two years ago. Got hurt last year. Hopefully, he's healthy. Uh, Logan Gilbert, nice young pitching prospect who debuted last year. So this is like his first full season. Who else is he on this? We're gonna just bypass the Oakland. Um, yes. Gosh, Austin Austin Allen might not even be in Oakland Day for a while. I know. For um, what am I him being a pilot? Cap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that 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 A's lineup isn't great. Caprielian's pretty good, you know. But uh, yeah, that that A's lineup. You don't isn't, have to lie. Much. 
Yeah. The uh, the Angels, though, this is some star, some star power. Trout, Randone, Joe Adele getting on here. So yeah. Joe Adele was a top, top prospect. Um, a good spring. Debuted two years ago. Just really young when he debuted. So it kind of took him a while to get things going. He looked a lot better last year. Looking really good right now. And the Angels are definitely um, relying on him to, to come through. So, um, yeah, that's that's uh that that'll be a guy who will be interesting there uh rangers hey louisville guy nick solak so you know that's my dude sure so no one good on their team either then is what you're saying <laughs> so solak can hit he just doesn't have a position but yeah <laughs> not no one no one really great there for the rangers yeah so Here's the next one. Now, here you go. The White Sox. Now, they're low. Like, there's a lot of players on the White Sox I want to get my hands on. And uh, looking at this yeah. one, some notable players to have. I mean, if, if you know me, I'm a big Yoan Moncada guy. Yes, you are. Um, I, uh, I love him. I think he's a future AL MVP. If he can just, like, put it all together, I think the talent's all there. Um, he has Monty Grandal, probably one of the weirdest, you know, stat lines of a productive hitter that you'll ever see yeah. you know he that's my like, dude not in the same way makata is yours yeah. but like that's my dude yeah. just i think because it's yeah. like you said it's, it's so weird last season was just so fun you know why he's awesome because he strikes a lot of debate is he good or is he yeah. terrible and i love mm-hmm. people who think that's a terrible player so maybe that's why i really like them too yeah uh giolito obviously stud Dylan Cease, up and coming arm. Uh, Garrett Crochet, I think he's out for the year. Tommy he just John. had, I think yeah. he, I think he just just tore his uh, UCL or whatever. Um, yep. So that sucks to see because he's another just absolute shutdown left-handed reliever that you know was fun to watch. But he yeah, played in the I mean, playoffs Gavin too. Didn't he? To be a, right, getting drafted that year. Oh yeah, Garrett Crochet. Uh, was he in the regular never season or the minor league game? Derek Crochet never pitched a minor league game. Right. Before he de- he debuted in that 2020 season where there was no minor league season. Um, got drafted, and then he was he debuted later that year. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so that's a bummer for Crochet. Right. Yeah, the Cleveland Guardians. So these are the first ever Cleveland Guardian NFTs. There you go. Not sure if that necessarily means anything to anybody, but. Uh, Obviously, Have you Shane seen anything like in the the collecting world? No, no one no. really cares. Have you seen anything as far no. as the Indians go with last season? Like the last time the Indians are no, no. Okay, is it just? Because I think for it's the most Cleveland? part, it could be just because <laughs> it's Cleveland. But um, yeah, and Bieber here definitely headlining that the the four here. Um, you all know him, one of the best pitchers in the American League going to be competing for Cy Young as long as he's healthy. Uh, Tigers, a lot of stuff here. You got future Hall of Famer on this list, Miguel Cabrera. He didn't have anything in the all-star set. So, you know, he's not the Miguel Cabrera that we that we used to know and in, uh, in, in as far as just like triple crown contenders. But, you know, Miguel Cabrera is a future Hall of Famer. So this will be his first candy NFT. Casey Mize, former number one overall pick. He was a 2018 number one overall pick for the Tigers. Um, so that's uh, just kind of waiting for him to, you know, 
live up to his potential. Right. Scooball's another good one who like, you know, he's he's solid, but that's pretty much it there. Did he have the most uh, uh, what did Scooball do last year? Did he have the most innings thrown as a rookie pitcher or something? The most innings for a rookie pitcher? Maybe. He was up all year. I feel like that was the record he broke. I can't remember. I could be wrong, but also who cares? We'll move on. <laughs> no, I, I can't imagine that he broke any records, but <laughs> I mean, it was 149 innings. I'm sure that's not a record. But, um, Royals. Not much to get excited about here. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, yet. I mean, once Bobby Wood Jr. hits one of these drops, you know, that'll be super fun. Um, but yeah, these guys, I, I mean, Adalberto Mondesi, Adalberto Mondesi is a guy like with all the talent and tools in the world, but he is hurt all the time. And I don't really know if he's actually any good anymore. Um, but yeah, that the, the Royals checklist, not excellent. Not excellent. Um, twins, Byron Buxton. That's a fun one. Um because Buxton didn't have an all-star moment because he I think he got he got hurt, so he wasn't he wasn't there. But uh dude just got paid and is one of the better. I mean, if, if you're looking for like a outside outsider, like not Otani, not Trout, who could win AL MVP, I mean that's that's a good bet right there. So you're putting him up there, AL MVP, Buxton. If Buxton's healthy for an entire season. He's certainly capable of doing it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I have no problem saying that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here it is. Yeah. The Rays. Some, some yeah, the Rays are, Rays are stacked here. Yeah. I mean, Rosarina gets his first NFT. Um, Wander, obviously, we already talked about him. Uh, Zanino had an all-star already i believe yep uh so he's this will be his second uh shane boz rookie pitcher i think he's like the number eight or nine prospect in baseball mcclanahan flamethrower uh our you know our own brett phillips um, from discord gets gets his first candy nft so i'm sure he's a fan favorite of everybody so that's pretty cool um drew rasmussen he was part of the 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 Willie Adamas trade coming from Milwaukee. So nice young pitchers there on the Rays. Right. The Rays checklist. I'm already getting like a buzz. You're hearing some chatter like mm-hmm. how many Brett Phillips are you going to collect? So like I am intrigued of like what his NFT is gonna do in this space. Yeah. Compared to like yeah. what you might think it might do. Is he like the next Kokuchi gang, you know? It's like <laughs> potentially because like i mean you look at brett phillips as a, as a baseball player and like he's he's a good ball player right like a very a very valuable player on any team right. would love to have a two-way of player, brett phillips yeah. right oh yeah <laughs> um so yeah i mean we'll every team would love to have it. <laughs> yeah yeah every team would love to have a brett phillips right but you know he doesn't necessarily have the star potential that like a lot of other guys have but um, you know, as we've seen the discord, he's been super personable with everybody. Everybody loves him. Um, so yeah. So I wonder, I wonder what kind of effect that has on his NFT. That'll be interesting. Right. Um, I would imagine that it will have an effect, uh, and that, you know, you'll have, you know, like the Brett Phillips effect where, 
uh, you know, his, his stuff is higher than what you would expect it to be um, just because, you know, he's, he's active and uh, you know, really well liked throughout the discord. For sure. So those Red Sox, Chris Sale ending up on the 60 day DL IL. Yeah. Sucks for him. Yeah. I mean, I I could imagine if you're a Red Sox fan, I mean, I know, um, you know, you got Slim Fish over there talking candy, big Red Sox fan. Uh, You know, he, uh, he collects everybody. So I'm sure he's excited that, you know, you've got, um, you know, Pavetta in there, uh, Christian Arroyo, solid catcher. Um, So not the greatest Red Sox checklist. Like if you were to look at their roster, right. There's, there's obviously going to be some other names and some future drops here. Chris Sale, potential future Hall of Famer. You know, you can kind of look at it that way. Um, you know, that's kind of how I judge my pitchers here. You know, if if they're if they're a future Hall of Famer, then they'll pro- they're probably worth it. But otherwise, we'll we'll see. Hopefully, there's some utility there. Right. Because uh, I'm not a pitcher guy. But uh, yeah, Red Sox. Um, Not as good of a checklist. It's coming. Days, it's coming, sure. Red Sox fans. Yeah, there's, there's definitely more talent on that team coming. than this. <laughs> yeah, it's coming. Red Sox fans love Christian Arroyo, though. So, you know, they get that. Well, there you go. The Yankees. Um, there's a little the Yankees, bit. A little yeah, bit of Stanton, there. Yeah, Stanton and uh, and Lemayhew. Lemayhew kind of had an off year last year. Stanton, when he's healthy, is just you know one of the best hitters in baseball. Um, uh. And Luis Gill, Luis Gill, young young pitcher too coming up. Um, Andujar, I don't even, I don't know if he's going to even be starting. He just he's in AAA now. Or, yeah, so so yeah. timing wasn't too good on this one, but yeah, like that's um, the one. It's like oh, he, yeah, he was he was looking like a potential star. Yeah. Uh, Blue Jays. So there's. Uh, George Springer didn't have anything last year either. So another a big Astro though. So again, when it comes to like, if you're comparing it to the, to like sports cards, George Springer, people hate him <laughs> um, just because of the Astros thing. So who, who knows how it'll, uh, how it'll transfer here. Reese McGuire was just traded. So he's going to have a blue Jay. I, I wonder this is going to be one cool thing. So I wonder with NFTs, if they can like, you know, I know there's dynamic stats. So, is Reese McGuire always going to be a Blue Jay, or like can Reese McGuire transform in the middle of the year to a Detroit Tiger or to a Chicago White Sox? Like that—that that is interesting. That you say it, right? <laughs> I, I feel yeah. like it's probably not going to happen. Like he'll just be a Blue Jay, right? But that's something that could happen. Is that maybe like yeah. what you see down the road with NFTs in this in this world? Like if they changed is your nft just magically change of the trade or something you know like again it's something cool that could be done dynamic stats yeah. are kind of showing that you know it can be done right the updates so that would be kind of cool like one day like you wake up and like it's just a whole new picture a whole new team hey wait a minute where'd where'd my right, card go it's like oh wait this is it still yeah that's interesting um yeah let's see nate pearson was a top pitching prospect debuted two years ago last year was his rookie year uh, or Scurriel Jr. Very good. I have a soft, uh, soft DGO. spot for him, by the way, too. That's that's my day. I'm like waiting for him to finally yeah. put it all together. And he's also having a he's terrific all, spring. Yeah, got all the tools. I mean, he, he he's he's got all the tools to do it. 
Stripling, I don't know if he'll be in the rotation. If he's not in the rotation, he'll kind of be like a swing guy. So, um, Vigio. Just lost you. Um, Bizio, though. Just keep talking, Jim. They don't know that we've disconnected our call. All right, there we go. Um, Bizio, uh, it's kind of like he gets squeezed out of the teams because there's so much talent around him on the Blue Jays. But. Which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Orioles. I mean, what can we say about the Baltimore Orioles? Just a pathetic team. What we can say next. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan Mountcastle's Ryan Mountcastle's interesting. Um, he, he he should be. He can at least hit really well. He doesn't really have a position, but he he, he can hit. But uh, yeah, they're the Orioles. So right. next. next. Sorry, Orioles fans. I mean, yeah, we're coming to the Pirates. Don't worry. Yeah, we're coming. Giants. Giants. Uh, Joey Bart, number two overall pick in uh, 2018 behind Casey Mize, who we talked about earlier. Um, and now it's like finally a shot, too. Yeah. Like <laughs> Joey Bart's kind of like been waiting in the wings as a top cat- catching prospect for years now. Now that uh, Buster Posey retired, Joey Bart will uh, kind of be handed the reins there in, in San Francisco. Uh, Dodgers, Will Smith. No one there you're excited for, Jim. Not at all. Not Will, Will Smith. Smith. Definitely excited about Will Smith. Louisville guy. Um, probably the best catcher in baseball right now. You can argue that with me if you want, but you'll be wrong in your argument. Um, Justin Turner, candy guy. He's in the Discord. Yep. Um, this will be his second NFT because he was in the All Star set as well. Um, Julio Urias was headlined earlier. I feel like he's been around for like 10 years, but he's like 23 years old still. So like, I, I don't know. I think he debuted when he was like 12. <laughs> so. And he looked it though too. He still <laughs> looks 12. <Yeah. laughs> so the, the dude's still so young. Right. Um, I but mean, like, he's somebody who like, too. if he's, I was yeah. say, like, that injury is nothing to play with. And he's come back and he's, he's a good pitcher still. So I was worried about he him. He's almost five. He is almost five years of service time, and he's twenty-five. Um, I mean, he's he's pitched in parts of six seasons. He debuted at nineteen. So, um, yeah, he kind of. I mean, really, I mean, he's he's been incredibly valuable in the postseason. Like he's always like that guy that the Dodgers bring in. Like he's good enough to be like in that top four because their pitching staff is just because they're all Cy Youngs. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so like when their Cy Young, when their former Cy Young always falters, you know, in the fourth or fifth inning, right. then they bring in Urias and, and it's like, oh crap, here's another really good pitcher. So he's like the seventh um, best pitcher in the NL, but yet the fifth on his own team. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. So that'll be, that'll be, he's a good pitcher there to have. Uh, Padres, Joe Musgrove. Um, a lot of pitchers here. Solid. Solid pitcher, Lamette, another solid pitcher. Will Myers, Potters are probably going to try trading him. He might be a guardian, releasing soon. him before, <laughs> you know, before the, you know, before we're soon enough here. 
Um, got a couple of relievers and Pomeranz and Stammen, uh, Caratini, backup catcher. So, I mean, nothing great there for the Padres. Um, if you get a U Darvish NFT, do you automatically get the Caratini NFT? Maybe. Yeah, deal? Caratini. Yeah, it's like his <laughs> personal catcher. So. <laughs> Maybe Caratini's highlight is just a bunch of U Darvish strikeouts. It might be. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even admitting. He's just back yeah. there catching. Yeah. <laughs> it's just him catching balls, like catching right. splitters. U Darvish. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Um, Mark has this is his second. He was he was in the uh, the star um, the all star so uh, Marquez with another very one good here. underrated pitcher uh, who has to unfortunately pitch in Colorado. Yeah, that's the thing. Colorado pitchers are just like you never know. Um, Kyle Freeland, we all thought he was going to be good, but then that turned out not happening. Daniel Bard, really cool story. If you don't, if you yes. don't know the Daniel Bard story, you know that that's kind of cool. Slimfish does like um. Yeah. So, so, I mean, he, gosh, he was, he debuted like 10 years ago, 10, 11, 12 years ago, maybe even more than that. And, uh, and was out of baseball for years and years. Uh, and, and, you know, he's come back now and he's been pretty effective. And so he throws heat. That's, yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Uh, Sam Hilliard, uh, you know, you, I mean, that's just a guy, really. So that's, I feel like that's your prototypical Rockies. <laughs> Yeah, player they develop. Yeah, you know, just this guy that's yeah, just kind of comes out of nowhere, almost like the Cardinals a little bit, you know. Like just comes out of nowhere yeah. and like is productive, but no one really knows of him. And then leave Colorado, and then you never hear of him again. I mean, he's also not productive though. Well, <laughs> yet. I mean, that's a good point though too. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a guy. He's a guy. Um, Diamondbacks. Cattell Marte didn't have anything in the All Star. Uh, set so Cattell Marte is a good one here. Uh, Seth Beer, who I'm sure is super excited that the National League has a DH because he can't really do anything other than swing a bat. So, uh, Seth, Seth Beer in the house, uh, Christian Walker, solid catcher, Haven Smith, former first round pick. Cattell Marte is the headliner in this on that group for sure. Really good player. All right, the Brewers. Um, yeah, these top two guys, Christian Yelich, former MVP, Willie Adamas, traded from the Rays and just had a, an amazing second half of the year last year for the Brewers. So uh, two solid guys there if you're looking for, again, if you're looking for like fantasy purposes and stuff, like Adamas just killed the ball last year. That trade worked um, out for all it did, it did work out for him. Hell yeah, it did. Um, Let me ask you something here got, too. Just to your point. Yeah. Christian Yelich, does he turn around this year? Do we see the old three 19 years, version really, of Christian Yelich? I don't know if we'll ever see like the old Christian Yelich ever again. Like the 7 8 war Christian Yelich is gone. Um, I, I do think like he can still be a productive player, but. Like the MVP performing Christian Yelich, I think is done. There you go. Heard it here first. Or sorry, sorry, Yelich. For the thousandth time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cardinals pass. <laughs> we talked about Goldie. Um, you know, obviously, really good. Jack Flaherty, really good pitcher. Paul DeYoung just annoys the hell out of me when he plays the Pirates. 
Gallegos, reliever, throws fire. Miles Mikolos, gosh, he could be a meme NFT too, just with the way he is. Um, a lot of, we got a lot of relief pitchers here. And Genesis Cabrera too. Although all those Cardinals relievers, they just grow on trees and they all throw 103 miles an hour. So, <laughs> right. What I find interesting about the Cardinals, them. and none of them are in this drop, but I mean, it's like the farewell tour for the Cardinals. So all of them are going to, I'm sure, like, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Pujols is going to be in one of these eventually, right? So you're going to have the second Molina, I guess, right? The first Wainwright, and then the first Pujols, and they'll be and they'll be the last as well. So I think, like as far as the Cardinals go, that's maybe the interesting part of them. Now, not in this first tier, right? But eventually, when they're out there, you're talking about three Hall of Yeah. Is Wainwright a Hall of Famer? He was. He's been pretty good for a really long time. I don't know if he's a Hall of Famer. I think but, that one's debatable. Yeah, the other two, yeah. I mean, as much as I want to hate on Molina and and whatever, like he's still a Hall of Famer for just yeah being Molina. Pools is a Hall right, of Famer as well. Close. Um, yeah. yeah. Wainwright's kind of like probably not, but yeah. I mean, another one to kind of look forward to with the Cardinals here is uh, Dylan Carlson. Mm-hmm. Hasn't had one yet. So Carlson's there and, and, you know, Nolan Gorman, who's uncut diamond kind of waiting in the wings will probably be called up at some point this year as well. Right. All right. So the Indians, who's left? Uh, Reds, not the Indians. I'm sorry, Reds. Jonathan India, Jonathan India. Um, NL rookie of the year, Jonathan India. So he didn't have anything last year. So this will be his first. Just had a hell of a year last year. Um, Red second baseman. Uh, Mustakis, you know, everybody knows him, come from the Royals and then the Brewers and now with the Reds. I think he's going to be the Reds' third baseman this year now that Suarez is gone, I would imagine. Where he should be this whole time. Sen- <laughs> Nick Senzel, former top prospect, just hasn't really got it going. Shogo Akiyama was just uh, <laughs> DFA'd, yeah. so uh, that'll be like, that'll be fun. Perfect there. example, right? Yeah. How some players shouldn't have <laughs> right. epics and rares, and you're like, I'm assuming yeah. he's one of those that didn't. Yeah, because that was sucky out legendary, and he's, he didn't even play. <laughs> he's just gone. <laughs> yeah, and like I don't know if Akiyama's even somebody who will like get picked up, picked up by somebody. So yeah, like this might be this is gonna be a one and done for Shogo probably. <laughs> Um, really interesting name here though, Jose Barrero, um, super young, talented shortstop still technically has his rookie eligibility. He's a top 20 prospect on a lot of different lists. Um, if you're a card collector, he was Jose Garcia changed his name, Jose Barrero. Now, um, all of his rookie cards last year were Garcia, but yeah, yeah, that, that's, uh, that's an interesting one there because he, he's got some potential there. All right. Cubs now. Cubs. Patrick Wisdom um, had a really nice year last year after being uh, acquired from the Rangers. Uh, Ian Happ just always kills the Pirates. So, you know, we hate him. Um, And then we got Jason Hayward, really good defensive guy, can't hit. Nico Horner was a top prospect. Don't know if he can hit either. Alec Mills, the only thing, he threw a no-hitter at one point, didn't he? Yeah, so that's about it. He did, Cody didn't he? Fewer. he did. I forgot about that. I think Cody Fewer from the White Sox. Um, 
Yeah, so nothing really huge here. This is kind of a disappointing Cubs checklist, but I guess their roster is kind of disappointing in general. Yeah, I mean, it'll get it'll yeah. give it. There's some names out there, yeah. you know, nothing major, yeah. but but if you yeah. thought that's bad, and then we got the Pirates. <laughs> yeah, now you have the Pirates, obviously the best team in Major League Baseball. <laughs> Clearly, um, no, no. I mean, the the name that sticks out here is O'Neill Cruz. Um, he was sent down to start the year, but he should be up soon hopefully um you know a lot of lists have him in the top 10 prospects he's not a top 10 he's top 20 25 so one of the better prospects in baseball just humongous power potential from the shortstop position david bednar if you're looking for like closers right and for like if this is going to become like a fantasy challenge type of deal close that no one ever heard about yeah solid close solid closer rest of these anthony alford blah (laughs) And he's, yeah, rest like, that's another one like i just that, but whatever but yeah, yeah. jt brew baker opening day starter but you know we, we won't really touch on him and like i'm curious like obviously some of the guys that aren't gonna be in this year you know we joked about whatever but like with o'neill cruz you know him being sent down again like is it just gonna be his home run that he had last year like what is his moment this year <laughs> I mean, like what are they gonna <laughs> that's use that's true yeah know? like I, I mean i guess that's gotta be it it's got to be his home run. It has to be that one, right? So, like, that's what's interesting, yeah. too. Like, the newer guys that are in here that just haven't really played this year, mm-hmm. what are we picking from? So Yeah, because, I mean, you look at somebody even like Jose Barrero. Yeah. Right? I don't think Jose Barrero even has a home run, <laughs> like, in Major League Baseball. So, yeah, I don't know how they'll necessarily do that. I mean, I guess you could just pick a cool play, like a double or something. Sure. Um, but but yeah. right, that stuff like that is we'll, kind we'll, of interesting to me because it's very beginning of the season. Like This season hasn't really yeah. started yet. So I'm kind of curious of where they're drawing the moments from on some of these players like that. Yeah. Especially, yeah. you know, like Anduar, who's DFA, or not DFA, but sent down. And then, you know, some of those guys. So it's like they're clearly going to be last year's. Obviously with that, but um, well, yeah. I mean, I would imagine all of these will be from last year, right? I mean, they've already made these, so they had to have happened last year. But yeah, um, World Series champion Atlanta Braves. Uh, Austin Riley was a guy who was headlined there in the blog post, but uh, really broke out last year. Was it was a you know pretty highly regarded prospect coming up and just just completely broke out last year. Had a huge year, big postseason too. Um, Dansby Swanson also kind of came into his own last year. I feel like the former number one overall pick had a good postseason. So I mean, those are the two. Those are going to be the two main guys there. And then is here, Guillermo is. Heredia going to even make a team? I don't even know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Phillies, though. Yeah, I mean, this is solid. So Bryce Harper, obviously, NL MVP. You all know who Bryce Harper is, so that'll be that'll be a big headliner of this set. And again, his first um, one. Yep. You know, Alec Bohm, uh, top prospect coming up. Didn't really play very well last year, so he'll be looking to kind of bounce back. Mets, obviously, Lindor, one of the better shortstops in baseball, had a down year last year, so hopefully he can can bounce back there. Mets fans definitely kind of need him to be good. Um, Pete Alonzo. The home just, run king. Oh, home run king. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Dude's just going to win tons of home run derbies. Uh, he Edwin should Diaz. be like, he should, 
MLB should just say, listen, you're not playing baseball anymore. We want you on our MLB home run tour. Just do a tour of Pete Alonzo. Yeah, just go around the right. world it's just hitting him. bombs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that might not be a bad idea. Um, Diaz, and that's who they acquired from Seattle for Jared Kelenic. So, you know, pretty terrible trade there for the Mets. Um, I mean, they got Robert Trevor Cano. May is good. Yeah. Yeah. That hasn't worked out. It wasn't their podcast version. Um, I clearly rolled my eyes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Trevor May, solid pitcher. JD Davis, I think they're talking about trading him. What must maybe a I mean, they've been talking about trading him for years, I feel, too. Yeah. Um, Marlins, bunch of good young pitchers here. Sandy Alcantara and Edward Cabrera, two good young starting pitchers. Um, Rest of these guys are guys, though. Hey, Pablo Lopez is good. Talk about pitchers. All right. Don't don't stop it. Okay. 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 Not as good love, as the other two. I would love Pablo Lopez in any rotation. All right. Okay. I'll give you that. Thank you. And then the and then Washington. Cap it off with Washington. Yikes. <laughs> no Soto there. Um. Yeah, that's a rough checklist right there. I thought Tanner Rainey was going to be good, but he's not. I mean, you never know with relievers though. He's got good stuff, so he could figure it out eventually, maybe. But um, yeah, geez, not a great list. Josh Bell had like two really good months for the Pirates and then got traded. Escobar is old. I mean, how old is LT Days Escobar now? Like, I don't know, but Starlin Cash is back, and that's another guy you feel is like 39 years old, and he's 32, I believe. Yeah, Escobar's 30. Five. Okay. So, yeah, um, yeah, not the greatest list there for the Nationals. No. That's for sure. Is that cap? But no, I mean, yeah, very exciting though. Um, like, like, like we mentioned before, there's a lot of there's a lot of fluff in here, right? I mean, obviously, if you're going to have Major League Baseball, you know, there's 26 man rosters. Not gonna be uh, that's what makes the All Star set so cool from last year. Is that literally everybody's an all star? Um, but this is you're you're now kind of getting into the you know the meat and potatoes of of Major League Baseball, and you're gonna have some stars, you're gonna have some guys, you're gonna have some people who are gonna be DFA'd, and you'll never see them ever again, like Shogo Akiyama. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So again, like I'm super super excited about this drop. So let me ask you this, right? Let's talk a little bit about potential strategy. All right, make it official. Because I think we talked a little bit off air. But clearly, as we all know, because you're holding the Mike Trout legendary in your packs, you are holding the packs of the first drop, right? The All-Stars and such. So with this one, seeing that it's more open, there's a lot more packs out there and such, right? The scarcity is going to be as as much there. Mm -hmm. And I think we're anticipating we're probably not going to see $1,500 resale value on these. What is your strategy in buying? Um, I'm gonna buy as many as they let me. I think. Okay. So I mean, to a, to an extent, right? Like, if, if like if, if I can buy an infinity amount of them, like I, I, at some point I'm gonna have to stop. <laughs> but uh, I, I, my plan is to buy quite a few of these. Um, 
from a ripping, holding, selling standpoint, I'm going to rip all of them except for maybe one or two packs just kind of cold. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to be in rip mode on these. So you've kind of transitioned because last time I felt, well, we don't, it's nothing to really feel on you. You've showed it. Last time was I'll rip some to see. Well, I'll still, but you're, you're most. more in like, I'm going to hold. And I think we, we, it was a struggle, but we pulled you to do maybe two more. But ultimately, I think deep down, you're like, I wish I didn't do those two. <laughs> like, I think last time was more half and half, right? Where this time you're leaning more towards, I'm going to open it and hold a few to just do. No, I mean, last time I bought, so I bought 14 packs total last yeah. time. And I ripped 10. But two of those came after, so, right? Two of those you did afterwards. I think just one did. Maybe just two. One? I'm not sure, but yeah. Um, I think I was planning on holding five and I, I held four. Okay. So, yeah. No, the plan here is I'll, I'll hold two just to kind of to hold for the future to just see what happens. Um, but I'm ripping the rest. Yes, I am ripping everything. So don't intend on me there holding you know. a damn thing. There will be plenty of content if it's up to me. So like you said, I'm going to buy whatever I can buy. Um, I, I would anticipate just based on the numbers and everything that you'll have the ability to buy multiple packs, but I don't think it's going to be like there's 50 that you could potentially buy, you know, and again, I, it'll be good that there isn't. And I hope that is the case because I think it's gonna be bad if you could buy 50 packs, but, um, I think, I think it'll sell out. I think it'll be, it'll go well and I'll probably buy 10 or so <laughs> if i can yeah but yeah i'm with you i'm gonna buy them i'm gonna open every single one um and go for the gusto you know that's a towel i've my mo has been everywhere like when i get an nba top shot when i got into all day ufc it's it's been open right like the only reason i'm holding packs now in nba top shot is simply because i feel like i have a plethora of s2 moments let me go ahead and just hold them i have nothing here yet in candy if we're talking about utility you're gonna need this stuff I'm in it for the utility. I'm in it for whatever we're going to do. So I'm not in it to hold. But I will say this. It doesn't mean like if you're looking financially, financially, it could be beneficial to hold. Um, I'm, you know, I, I don't care about that. I don't care about money. Clearly, <laughs> look at my MetaMask. Look at me. I don't care about money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um. <laughs> I'm definitely going to open, but again, I think it's it's fair to say too for everyone that's doing this, right? Like, I don't anticipate every time you open a pack, you're making hundred dollars like the last time around. You're probably getting closer to like the top shot world, right? It's fifty dollars for a pack, you get five moments, even though two of them are uncommon or higher. I think you definitely have the potential of opening a pack and resale on it could be thirty dollars or less. <clears throat> Overall, though. Again, just my thoughts, my feelings. But overall, though, if you buy 10 packs, I think the favors, it favors you to have positive value. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's going to be in candy. Like, it's definitely in candy's best interest that you make money when you buy a pack. Sure. We don't want to get to a point where we're buying $50 packs and we're con consistently getting $25 to $30 worth of stuff out of it. And I don't think we're going to see that. I said these min counts are still low enough, and and that I'm just saying you open up one pack. And it's it's Anthony Alford, right? It's Miguel. I mean, Aguilar if you if you pull 
yeah, if you pull like two uncommons of just crap players and your cores are all crap, I, I guess it and could And that's why I want to say, that's why I want to preference this, right? Like, yeah, if you were out there, if you're set to buy, I'm going to buy one pack. Like if you're, the, if you're listening to our show for the first time because you saw that candy ad and you see this YouTube, right? Because yeah. YouTube's candy. And for some reason, YouTube sent you to our channel, which is a dumb move by you, YouTube. But like if you're watching this because of that, I don't want you to feel like, well, let me buy one pack to find out what this is like. And that one pack you buy, this is the one we're talking about, and it goes for nothing. And you're saying, well, this is garbage. I'm, I'm moving on. I just want to say that there's definitely the potential. That wasn't the potential in the last one. You open up any pack, right? We mm-hmm. talked about the worst possible pack you could have, you're still making money on. I think it's very possible right. that you could open a pack this time around, and you will lose money. Like that is a possibility. But in the grand scheme of things, right? Like I said, if you buy 10 packs, it's going to be very, very difficult to be in that situation. So it's going to be a little bit different this time around, right? Again, it's not like you're just opening packs yeah. and like, and you're just money's being poured into your pockets. That's what the last time was. But I think overall, too, because of everything we talked about, because of the rarity tiers and such, that there's definitely going to be a lot of positive money coming your way. Yeah, and FD here in the comments has some numbers and, and he he agrees that you know the more that you have probably the more likely you are for some some positive value there rares every 2.2 packs epics every 7.6 packs right mm. so odds are if you're buying four five six seven eight nine ten packs you're likely to hit one of the more rare tiers which are going to get you obviously higher value right and then of course the if you buy one the tier, pack yeah the higher overall quality players that are in there as well. Yeah. Yeah. True. So I'm excited. One so. week. Yeah. I mean, that, that I'm pretty pumped. Like we'll be, we'll be on here live next week, ripping our packs. So that's it. Yeah. Like, so that's what we'll be doing. Yeah. Like we'll, we'll like talk that'll about be our the show. Experience. Yeah. Yeah. Excited. Yes. So um, we'll have to cook something up. We haven't really decided yet, but we'll maybe cook something up next week. We'll see. Um, but yeah, a week from today, you'll be watching. We're opening up packs. I'm going to pull up my legendary. Jim's going to hold his in that that one pack he's going to hold. His legendary will be in that one. So you stupid fool. But I can't wait. We'll be back next week opening up these leadoff series packs from Candy. I'm excited. So I guess to end it to the packs, it will be open until Friday. But again, the good thing would be if it sold out that day. Yeah, I think uh, if, if they're still available on Friday, it's probably not ideal. Right. Ideals, ideal scenario, they sell out pretty quick. There you have yeah. it. So with that said... We will be back next week. We will be running packs. We'll talk to you guys then. Bye-bye. See you guys.